Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. That's Fikilamulomu there with uh, It's Not Over right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. And right uh, before her was a beautiful, beautiful song by Kananyati Baba Zivese uh, on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. It's just gone 11 after 7 and this time around we are speaking to uh, somebody uh, brought to us by the Global Business Roundtable and uh, we are honored to uh, have this evening uh, Larissa uh, Cornelius. Larissa, good evening and welcome to Radio Puppet. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Larissa Cornelius? Sure. Um, so currently I co-own a company called Enfold. We're a proposal consultancy company that helps work with other companies to help them put proposals, tenders and pitches together to optimize their chances of winning. I'm also currently a director of the Association of Proposal Management Professionals, a non-profit organization that is growing the proposal profession and dedicated to the art and science of winning business. Wow. And that's exactly what you are talking about this evening, uh, business, winning business uh, proposal. Exactly. My favorite topic. Like myself, I don't know. I don't really know where to start. Where should people start when they are trying to, you know, when they want to write a winning uh, proposal for, for their businesses there? Sure. I think um, the places that I would start is what I call the three C's. First and foremost, the place that we really should start is with the customer. Often we forget that we really want to solve it to the customer. And in order to do that, we need to understand what problems does the customer want us to solve. So let's start with the customer first. Once we understand what the customer's needs are, what are those problems, what are the things keeping them up at night, then we need to understand who are the competition, who are going to be our competitors in putting a proposal together. The better we understand our competitive landscape, we can then start to put together a strategy of how we can differentiate ourselves and show value to the customer. The third C is our own capability, and that's really... What is our capability, our solution, our service as it relates to solving the customer's problem? All right. And what, what are the common mistakes that people make uh, in writing as they write proposals? I think the mistake is that we're very much in the habit of thinking about ourselves. And what we see is people tend to focus on talking about themselves, talking about their company. Too often I see proposals are all about them. And the reality is that customers don't care about who you are, not until you can tell them how you solve the problem for them, why you're the best person to do the job, or why your company is the best person, company to do the job. Then they're going to want to know, can you do it? Can you do it for the best price in terms of that? Another thing that a lot of times where procurement people or customers complain about bidders going wrong is around compliance. So often what happens is that there are certain requests to provide certain documents with their proposals or to put certain information into their proposals and they don't meet those requirements. And lastly, a lot of the time, they don't provide procurement people or the customers 
clear reasons to select them. So a lot of the times we're not saying, how are we going to meet the scope of work? Have we actually aligned to the scope of work? And what is the value that we're going to deliver for them? And so we give them a clear reason of why they should choose us versus anybody else. Tell us a little bit about the layout. Should you write it like you write a CV or there's a certain structure that the customer is looking for before they can even bother uh, themselves to try to read what's on it? That's a great question. I like to think about a proposal. If you think about how people read um, articles and newspapers and, um, you know, uh, magazines, for example, is how we should lay out a proposal. So what I mean by that is we want a nice gripping title. We don't want a boring title that says proposal, but a title that's going to attract the customer to read your to read the article, such as win more business. And then we want to make sure that we put pictures in that have that highlight the value we're going to provide for the customer. We want a quote box that shows some substantiation or evidence or proof points about our being able to deliver. And when we read an article, we go and look at the art, we go and look at the title, we go and look at the captions. You know, that's the t- text we put under the picture. And then we decide if we're going to read the whole article. So if that's how people write, especially in times where life is busy, then that is a good layout for us to consider when we're putting our proposals together. The time has gone now where proposals look like school projects and it's full of text. We want them to be lots of white space. We want to clearly see the clear points. We don't want to have to go and read a whole page of text before we can think about what the value is or what is it that you're trying to tell us. So should it be in a form of, uh, um, uh, what do you call this, uh, just to... That presentation, I forgot that, uh, yeah, just forgot. Like a PowerPoint. PowerPoint, that's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. You could use PowerPoint, you can use Word. Um, Some bigger organizations use um, design programs. But Word and PowerPoint are perfectly sufficient. Hmm. It just depends on what it is that you want to achieve in terms of that. So both of those, those, for me, mediums are very effective mediums to put your proposals together. Mm. Um, PowerPoint allows you to do a lot more visual elements and to match colors, where Word is really useful in terms of making sure you've got consistent numbering. So both of those are very flexible tools to use for your proposals. Tell us more about the size. How, how, how long or how short should it be? Because some people don't like long you know, documents. They just want you to be short and to the point. Is it the same with uh, proposals? A hundred percent the same. Um, there's, an, there's a very controversial saying that I really like um, to explain proposals. But really what we want in terms of proposals is we want them to be long enough to cover all the important bits, and we want them to be short enough to keep them interesting. So really what we're saying there is that proposals really just need to clearly articulate that you understand the customer's problem, how are you going to achieve the outcomes that they want to achieve, why they should choose you and how you've done it before versus anybody else. And what is going to be that ultimate payback? What is that value proposition or that elevator pitch of why they should choose you versus anybody else? And that's really all you want to communicate. 
you don't want to go and provide too much information, but you do want to make sure you're answering all of the questions that they have asked and you've provided them all the documents that they requested. I'm not sure. I'm not. I may not be sure of the language that you use to describe what I'm trying to say now. But you are a professional. You'll be able to to help me out there. The, the sure. body, the body of it, must it have an intro? Must it have a body and uh, you know the closing? Uh, what's the closing part of it, or just one? I know that you did uh, explain that, yes, but uh, the uh, yeah, yeah, the structure. No, you're right. Yeah. I didn't go into too much detail, so let me go into a bit more detail. So. We typically want to start a proposal with what we call an executive summary. And an executive summary is basically your value proposition or a very short version of how you're going to solve the customer's problem and why they should choose you. Give us, a, give, give, us, give us an example, please. Okay. So if, you know, if I'm writing an executive summary, I want to say that so for Enfold, my company Mm. that I run, our executive summary, our value proposition is that we will help companies to win more business through the art of storytelling, utilizing best practices, utilizing our 20 years experience and our certification in the profession. And so we want to then explain further how um, a company will benefit by explaining what things we will implement to help them to achieve their various objectives. And then we want to give them key reasons of why they should select us versus anybody else. Once you've done your executive summary, which is basically your introduction, you then want to put in um, a little bit of your solution overview. So what is that solution, the product that you're going to provide, and how is that going to help them? You might want to also provide some of your proven capabilities around where you've done this before. So provide some evidence. If you've got people with experience, what is their experience? How are you actually going to make sure you deliver that experience? You might want to have your pricing in there and some reasons of what that gives some context to your pricing. And then lastly, you want to end your proposals with a conclusion. Your conclusion shouldn't bring in any new material It should just be a short version of your executive summary, which is really your really short summary of why they should choose you versus anybody else and what is that value you're going to add to their organization. So if, for example, you're going to implement a service, why is that service or how is that service going to help that company to solve a problem and what benefits are they going to gain at the end of the day? through implementing your services. As I listen to you right now, listen to you right now, Larissa, I, can, I can't help but realize that, yo, this is not an easy thing, you know. <laughs> One would need, <laughs> would need your, 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 your help when they try to, I mean, when they want to, uh, you know, draft a proposal. But tell us a little bit about your success rate. Out of 10, uh, how many came, uh, you know, back uh, successful? Well, we have a very high success rate, but again, it depends on when clients include us in terms of theirs. So we're sitting with, we've helped clients win over billions of rands of tenders over the last five years, and we're sitting with about an 80% win rate. But again, customers remember, for us, only come to us a lot of the time for those big deals that they've already positioned themselves for. 
Whereas, you know, so that rate really differs and depends per organization and also to the extent of services we use. So in some organizations, we help them to put their tenders together. In other organizations, we help them to develop their content. Others, we train their bid professionals and their bid officers or entrepreneurs on how to best optimize their win rate. And remember, your proposal is really part of your sales or your business development process. So it is not something that should be seen in isolation. Um, And really, once you get a lot of your same sort of tips in terms of starting to put your proposals together, it becomes easier. Um, Once you've got a really good thought-out process, it's not that difficult to start to put together really effective documents that can help your organization to win more. What we do see in South Africa, depending if you're going into the private or the public sector, there's longer um, uh, win life cycles. And again, your win rates would depend, again, from industry to industry. So in our case, we support people across various industries. So again, you generally see you can look at win rates anywhere from 25% to 80% plus, depending on the organization and the sales maturity and how well they work with their proposals in putting it out. Wow. And uh, somebody's listening now, more especially when you started to talk about the millions and millions of the money that they can make, uh, you know, in winning uh, the ten- tenders and stuff like that. So somehow they are like, wow, how can we uh, be assisted? To what extent can you be able to, to help us? Do, you, do, you come, do we come to your offices and then you take us from, you know, uh, from from the beginning to to the end, or should we draft our own little uh, unprofessional proposal and send it through to you, and then we take over from there? So I think there's various levels of support, and it will depend per per customer or per company. We ask companies, you know, can go onto our website, or they can go to info at info.com or go onto our website, www.info.com. And we understand what the client's needs are, and then we can try and refer them to help them where they require. Because, again, a small organization might require slightly different support to a medium or a big-size organization. And different industries have different requirements depending on what they set up. So we can really help guide them from beginning to end. I also recommend that organizations sign up for membership on the Association of Proposal Management Professionals of South Africa, and there the members and people get really affordable access to body of knowledge, global best practices. We have local events as well as global events where we share best practices on proposals. So again, organizations and people can also educate themselves along the best practices in terms of proposals. So absolutely, Infold can assist to guide you in the right direction. We can assist you with your bids, as well as that there is an association where you can gain a lot of access to information to guide you on your proposal journeys to put together better proposals. And, and how much do you normally charge? And do you, do people pay up front or after they got the deal? Yes, generally we charge per hour. We can't guarantee per deals because nobody can guarantee a win. It really depends, as I mentioned, on how you've positioned an opportunity. What is your value proposition? Do you have evidence in terms of awarding it? 
So I think sometimes, you know, we, we sometimes tend to look at proposals and tenders as a way of solving all our problems. But the reality is we have to have certain business basics in place to really help us to position ourselves to win. So we tend not to go for winning the deals and taking a percentage there. We generally charge on an hourly rate or on a project rate. And again, it depends really largely on what the the organization needs and what their budgetary needs are in order to be able to deliver those services. In terms of the APMP membership, it's just under, it's about, I think, 1,800 Rand a year for your whole year membership where you have access to body of knowledge, monthly events, and details um, that can help you to win your proposals. Larissa, in closing, what can you say to a listener of, uh, to the listeners of Radio Puppet who are very much interested in what you are doing now? I'd like to say that if you are interested, please go onto our website. Please feel free to contact us for support. Please also go onto the APMP website. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We send lots of tips so you can actually um, uh, get registered to our mailing list. And we send tips on a monthly basis. We run a lot of sort of free educational events as well. So join in. And we are more than happy to help you in your proposal journey. And really don't feel overwhelmed in terms of proposals. It is we really there to help to demystify the proposal process. Please give us your uh, th- those contacts, uh, you know, information again. Sure, absolutely. So our email address is www. The website. The website. Okay at infold, which is N-F-O-L-D dot com. And um, you can, our phone number is um, 010-597-0860. Okay. Okay. Please give us the website again. I think I missed some something there. It's www. No worries. Yeah. www. Yes. Dot infold Inf- dot com. Spell it for us again. N- it's N- N F F O O L L D D Correct. That's uh, www dot the letter N fold at okay dot dot com dot com. Okay. Yeah. Ma'am, thank you very much uh, for your time, uh, Larissa. I hope many people will be able to call you uh, because I know that this is not an easy thing uh, uh, to do. But I'm glad that uh, people like you uh, saw you know, uh, the, the need uh, to help our people so that they can be able to write winning uh, proposals out there. I won't be surprised, and you won't be surprised. Please don't be surprised if I become one of the people that approach you and say, please help me with this uh, proposal. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. More, the more the merrier. Really, it's it's so important. Proposals okay. help us to create and retain jobs, so it's oh. an important thing. Okay. Uh, Larissa, thank you very much, ma'am. You're most welcome. Thank yeah, you. Have yeah. a great evening. You too. Uh, that's Larissa uh, Cornelas on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. No more hoiki 010-597-0860. If at all you might have missed it, you can simply uh, talk to that day, Jose Sohoa. Uh, more, uh, I'm just going to give him the... the
the reception number they'll just put you through to his uh, extension there it's zero one one two four two eight thousand zero one one two four two eight thousand normally what i do i just give you eight zero two five i know that one way or the other it will land on somebody's desk or somebody else's uh, office at uh, and they'll be able to uh, give you his contact details otherwise simply go to their website which is www.globalbusinessroundtable.com www.globalbusinessroundtable.com that's their contact details there for more information about what we discussed tonight and many other topics that we might have discussed before. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.